slapping your gums with Vinny and Hesse. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to Flapping Your Gums with Vinny and Hesse. I'm Hesse, and this is Vinny. Vinny. All right, dude. Here we go. Uh, episode four. We uh, first and foremost want to say thank you for all the listeners and. Uh, all the downloads we've got some followers some subscribers seems like everything's kind of working really well uh, we're thankful for the guys and girls listening uh, the we had a little issue with episode three that we apologize for that uh, it was just a little bit of internet uh, internet stuff so it was kind of a little bit laggy on the on back and forth uh, Vinny was uh has now i believe got that fixed fingers crossed so it seemed like we were i was talking over or like it was cutting him off and that it was just it was just an upload thing i tried to mess with it i mean we're new so thank you for sticking it out with us and giving us a break hopefully so this one should go uh better yeah should definitely go better yeah we uh we uh i don't well, I think I think when it comes down to internet speeds, uh, a lot of people probably know about it, and it's interesting to see what kind of speeds other areas have. Uh, Vinny, I believe, was downloading at like was you say eleven meg or something? Uh, we were doing well. I checked it the day after we did the podcast. We were at thirteen point seven. Yeah, a whopping thirteen. Thirteen point so seven definitely put us a little bit of a, a transfer rate. And difference to where when I was talking, when I would hear him, his would be uploading as I would talk is what it seemed to do. Uh, so hopefully this one goes a little better. They uh, seems like they're in Old Richfield. Your one company, I, and you could say who it is. I don't remember who you said it was, but they have a satellite that they basically aim to a tree. Is that what you were explaining to me? Well, the one they put on the roof. Yeah, it's a little satellite. It's uh, it's facing to the east a little bit and. Yeah, I got a tree in the backyard, and it's got to go through, you know, I don't know how many other trees or anything that blocks it. They try to do sight, you know, they try to do line of sight, and the one they couldn't get that was closer to us, so they had to go line of sight to a farther one. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a struggle. So that next day after our podcast, I, I called a couple other uh, Internet providers, and I was paying for 50. Um, we're getting like 13, sometimes 7, depending on – who's on you know watch streaming netflix or something like that but so then it it turned into i called another one and they're like well we can get you 25 and i'm like well i don't want 25 i want better so i looked up the other one that's uh it's out of san pete county but they have service here uh and they were able to give us a 75 meg and uh it was a little bit cheaper than what we're paying for now so yeah the the company that i called that we're on they're like well you get 50 but you should have 25 or 30 with boosts of 50. I said, well, I'm paying for 50, so I'd like to have 50. And they're like, well, we can send a technician out. And we did that last year, so I just went in a different direction. They hooked it up on Monday of this last week, so we did skip a week of podcasting. But we yeah, went from boost, 13 the boost, points. Then, yeah, that's funny because boost, like, we'd be like, well, then can I only pay? for the boosts how many right. boosts am i getting because right. that's that's what i want to pay for like if, I, if i'm paying for the oh yeah Sorry. If i'm paying for the it's, if i'm paying for the 50 boosts like then when i'm getting the boosts 
then I'll pay I for the fifty, for. right? Yeah. So let's let's cut that about a quarter of that. Well, yeah. while while you hit it, dude, I mean, I check know. this. Check I, I don't out have a whole this, lot of room. Check out this backdrop that Vinny's got. So if you're if you're used to listening to on podcasts, uh, or if you listen to our podcast and it's on, you're listening to like Spotify. You just listen to it. on YouTube. We have video up uh, on flapping your gums. Uh, so Vinny got this bomb backdrop made which you just gonged on there but that's perfect <laughs> intro to it like it so it's up there behind him so if you're if you're listening and you want to go check it out it's it's a pretty cool little setup that he got hooked up with uh and that is actual uh metal that has been powder coated our our logo that uh vinnie came up with that we're we're using there the flapping your gums with vinnie and hesse so that that's uh vinnie's side of it he likes that merch stuff so he's pushing that so he got a pretty good pretty cool little hookup so you guys have to go in there and check that out and we'll try to try to yeah company to on my route stuff. that i delivered to i was talking to him about it and they're like hey we can make you a sign and and so uh so we had them make a sign that's a uh, dax welding there in fountain green they they hooked us up shout with out a good sign yeah shout out Shout but out Dax Welding. I'm really short. Like right now, my setup's in a small little space. I'm, I'm hoping this summer I can take a shed that we have connected to the house, turn it into a an office slash you know treadmill room or something, and then build a shed outside so the stuff that's in the shed can uh, actually go out away. So I'll have uh, hopefully this summer I'll get a little more room. Another one of my projects that you know it's on my list. It's uh that's that the the it's a DIY. DIY. Stuff. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so that'll be good. I mean, we'll, he'll, don't worry, guys. He'll I mean, I'll let you know by Christmas year next so year if I got it done. Next year or so. <laughs> it's about 85% <laughs> pushing on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I started it, a DIY. I got some. Uh, uh, so, But I'm going to have to finish that one because it ain't mine. So I, uh, I got some friends from the gym, and they – so it's a shower pan and it's got tile white tile and so that runs down to the shower pan which is the fiberglass shower pan right and so i was like i came over and looked at it they got some other projects they want to look at they're they're in the navy and stuff and they're gonna be moving so they want to get the house kind of changed around and some stuff just updated a little bit and that before they move they're gonna rent it and so I looking at it, I was like, "Oh yeah." I mean, have I ever ripped out a shower pan? No. I mean, could I? I sure, I think I can. Well, I can. It's, it's just now it's becoming quite the project, like far more than you would expect. Like I was like, "Well, maybe hopefully the tile is not down on the shower pan. I've got to rip tile out, whatever." Nope, got to take tile out. So there's six inch tiles, and we. So I got in there and I cut them out of the way, and it is just a mess i mean it, it's just a remodel and and i told him that too you know kind of being around it when like how when you and i were drywall and we'd go on a remodel job it was just like oh dude it's just terrible and it is now becoming more are we going to get it oh yeah for sure but this takes a little more time but i've had to cut the i cut the row out in the bottom trying thinking i could get the pan out you know i was like okay but they had floated they didn't put like backer board on there I call it backer board, cement board, whichever, however you want to call it. But they only, they did it basically like stucco. And so chicken they wire put chicken wire up and then coat yeah. this thing with this cement, you know, and floated it all out. But the problem that you run into is they built it as 
around the pan. It started from the bottom up, and now I'm trying to tear this pan out, but I did finally get it out. I had to cut another row of tile out, which is just messy because I just take a... I put some plastic up this time because I felt so bad. I had already... that I was like, oh, I'll take this hand saw, you know, skill saw with the diamond blade on it and cut the grout. Oh, man. It was just dust. Mess. I had, a, I had a fan going open the window. I'm trying to get this thing going, and it is just dusting there. I dusted their whole bathroom. I, I think it made it out into the bedroom. It was a hot mess, man. I felt bad. They, they were cool about it and had it clean. They got it cleaned up and stuff. And then, like this last one, I had to cut those other out. So, so now I we're two rows up. up. Two rows on the one side. Oh, so okay. it's like six inches all the way around. Yeah. I did have to cut the old pan. I just, like, the heck with it. Took it, uh, osculating blade, and just whamp, cut down the side of it, popped that thing up, pulled it out. But it wasn't enough to fit the next one. It was just, like, barely too much. So I had to take another row off the one side, and I did get it to go down in. So, of course, then once you get it in, it's not the same size. Same size on numbers when you're ordering one. You measure it, it says it's four inches tall. It's 48 inches wide, 32 inches deep, like exactly what you measured on the other one. Except the other one's like, I don't even know, 15 years old, whatever it is. So it's not the same. And it's kind of like bigger? a two by four. When you measure two by four, what is it? It's like three and seven, eight, 3.75 inches or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not four inches. So this thing says it's four inches tall. It's not. It's like three something. So I'm going to have to cut tile now and put like an edge on the bottom and then put my six inch tiles back up. And I mean, we'll just have to, we'll make it work, make it look good. You know what I mean? But it'll just take a little finesse, a little fabricating to get it to fit. And it's not deep enough. So it's got a little back and I'm showing it on YouTube. But if you're listening, like, so when you, I got the pan in and I got it mounted in the drain and then there's like, instead of it having where the backer board would go down in behind it, right. it's basically like an inch and a half, inch and three quarters deep. Oh. So the pan is short on the front to back. So I'm going to have to float out, like drywall it, and then put the backer board on there. But then I'm going to run the tile down the back, and then I'll just seal that. So the tile will run down behind the pan, but it'll run on to the sides of the pan if that makes sense so it, you won't notice it it'll still have the tile behind it but i'll just it'll be butted up against the pan right so oh yeah it's a it's becoming more and more uh of a project for sure i, I believe on friday we were talking about it and i says dude are you sure you can get some of that tile those six by six tiles you're like they're six by six white it'll be no problem but i happened to notice on facebook yesterday you posted looking for some uh yeah because i don't want to have to go and buy a full box. I need like uh, 21 tiles. Okay. And then you go online and it's like. I saw You go online and it's like, yeah, no, no, you go online. Yeah, I can find them online. <laughs> okay. I'm all sweet. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's 150 bucks to get X amount of tiles. And I'm like, I don't need to tile a 12, a 12 foot squared piece. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. I got to do like, basically, it's like seven tiles on the side. So 14 and then plus what? To 22 tiles, I think, because it's like eight on the back, seven to seven on the side. I don't know what math is on that. And then if that's if I don't mess one up. But now I'm going to have to cut the little trimmers, you know, and that's like two tiles a piece. So probably 
30 tiles or whatever so i don't need a but i might just end up having to buy i'm gonna go talk to our tile guy here in fallon and you could always get got. some of that stuff that they put like on for backsplashes that are already you know three quarters inch or half inch or whatever you know just those little pieces instead they, of cutting them Oh, like the little pre-stuck one. Well, I'm going to have to put them across the bottom anyways. They're going to be six inches long. They're just only going to be about two inches tall. Mm. But we'll make it work. It'll. It's just one of those things. We'll figure it out. It's just a little more time, a little more uh, patience, a little yeah. more. Especially, can't be leaving it at 85%. <laughs> Got to hit that. Got to get that one done. That's why it's called DIY. Do it yourself. Oh golly, dude! It's. I'm glad this is the biggest one. The other ones is some rewiring of some lights and stuff, and putting some handles on some cupboards, which I'll be all right with that. That'd be nice. But get get this big one out the way first. But yeah, just so we're doing that, and then I worked on that yesterday, and then today, just so I get that done, and then today was, you know, church in the morning, and then the playoffs, dude. We had some bangers, man. No, we didn't. We yeah, had a well, banger. the first one was not, and the first one I will say it lost my ticket. So I thought you went that. with the Eagles. Oh, I did, but oh, I but picked you over went under. over. Yeah, I think if uh, Purdy wouldn't have got hurt, Please. for sure we would have gotten some points, some more points. I agree. You know what I mean? To where they would have scored over the forty-five, or if they and would have so. put McCaffrey in and let him throw it. I mean, you know, yeah, that, something. yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> you definitely could tell he was not. Oh, Purdy was not one to throw. But that was a bit of ball. This last game, though, tonight's game was that was a good game. That was a banger, man. Them guys was getting after him. There were some calls there. You're just like, what in the world? Mahomes, he's a boss, man. Like with that ankle and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, he banged it out pretty good. That was that was some solid play. That last play when he hits him, hit him late on the out, out of bounds. Roll it into the penalty, dude. Yeah, thank you, dear Jesus, for that. I mean, I get it. Like you feel like you lost the game and all that stuff, but you see him plant. He hyperextended that knee and like looked like he folded his ankle and didn't get hurt. Oh, dude, like went out of bounds, pushed him out of bounds, and then like went to recover like coming into people and stepped and just like stiff legged his knee the wrong way. And he like folded into this other dude, piled it up and was like laying there, but got up and walked. And I mean, like, thank you, dear Jesus for that. Count your blessings, dude. Cause even though you feel like you lost the game, I mean, it's one play that sucks. It comes into it and then it gets him close enough for a field goal. But dude, thank you the Lord that you didn't blow a knee out or something, you know, career ending or even just season. You know, well, yeah, you know, if you're going to make over, the Super Bowl, you still want to play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, and it, yeah, it was nuts. It was uh, when I watched twice, I was like, oh my! It is a good thing them guys are just as strong as they are too, because anybody else, it would have just buckled. That's true, but yeah, it was good games though. It was good. I mean, landed. I didn't win any of my parlays, and I'm still in. I got the Philly for my bracket pick, so we'll see how that one turns out in points. And you one. did Chiefs for your bracket pick? Uh, no, I did Philly, but I did them to win the whole thing. So if they win the Super Bowl, that gives me that oh. those those extra points. So, so you didn't we'll do picks how. for tonight or for uh, today? My pickums. Yeah, yeah, I did pickums also, but I picked the Bengals and and then the Phil in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. So you're fifty percent on your pickums today. 
Yeah, which I haven't checked that one yet. I need to see where we're at. It's probably going to come down to the tiebreaker stuff, so I don't know how let them figure it out the algorithm on that yeah so it was good it was some good games well and then uh it was cool thing too decided to i got to move a piano that's super uh last week uh during during the time that we were waiting for Vinny to get some internet and stuff uh there was a guy that bought a house and an older guy he's like redoing it like flipping it or whatever they're doing and he's like i just happened to run into him you know so somebody i know knew him and back and forth and we were talking about alexa and playing the piano and so we got to move a piano i don't it's not like a baby grand i think they just call it like a piano i don't know regular piano does it stand up and push against your wall yeah yeah just piano yeah just Just upright like they call it upright upright. yeah it's an upright piano well upright left my booty about blew out my booty hole moving that thing because dude you think i had some grown men luckily we did like it was from the gym so i was like hey you guys want to come help move uh upright piano and they're like okay sure so the weather was nice in the morning and so we get it loaded up or we're getting ready to load up get the trailer and it just starts raining you're just dumping rain and then we go to move this thing and they are heavy yeah. No doubt. People say that. Like, oh, yeah, pianos are heavy because they're just all like metal cords, cables, wires. I don't know. It's solid. I know that. And so there was four of us, and we're like, yeah, we'll get it to move. Oh, it was – we did it. We sure did it. And that, and it was I – mean, we had a little, like, moving dolly carts that you put it on and stuff like that and trying to get it up and down the trail, like deadlifting this thing and dragging it on there, blowing the spine out. It was good times in the rain so that was cool and then we had a tarp it you know because you don't you can't get it wet i don't think right they're probably, no they're probably not I mean, it's really not good made. for wood yeah or metal or cords or ivory i think the ivory is probably okay that's the only thing but yeah it was that was that was a great project to do move you better do some stretching before you move that thing so yeah that that's was that was my excite one of my exciting things that i did yeah, pianos are they're rough. I've moved one, but that's been a long time ago. Yeah. It was kind of the same deal. Got a free one and they were just getting rid of it. Needed to be tuned and all kinds of stuff. Never had it tuned. It sat there. The kids played it for a little while and then it just sat there. Mm-hmm. And then when you tell somebody, "Hey, yeah, I got a free piano, but you got to move it." <laughs> there's no, yeah. "Hey, we'll move it for you." No. No, you yeah. just there's, you can't put a price on that delivery fee. You put it out on Bookface, and you're like, yep, here you go. Free piano. Come get it. <laughs> yeah. I ain't even setting it outside. You have to remove it from <laughs> my right. house. Yeah. Right. Uh, it ain't going to be sitting out on the driveway for you. You get about six dudes, and you come over and move this thing. Oh, yeah. There's a lot heavy. of that. There's a lot of that, that that people put on there. You know, even those, like, wood-burning stoves, they do the same thing. You know, the big wood-burning stoves, cast-iron-burning mm. stoves. When they yeah. list them for free or sale, it's like, oh, you, you got to move it. Because yeah, nobody wants I'm, to move yeah. it. That's why they're getting no. rid of it. <laughs> Those things are heavy, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It was crazy how big it was. But we got her. We got her moved. Well, and since we've been gone for two weeks, did you get to use that uh, pog stand? Or pog? Oh, bro. Oh, I lost. You lost audio. Talk to me. You can't hear me at all? Oh, yeah, I got you back. 
Right, whatever you were saying right there, I couldn't hear nothing. I said, since we've been out for two weeks doing this, did you get to use your uh, your Pog bipod? Have no. you gotten to take that out yet? No? Not yet. Hmm. So, here, we've been having... Um, quite a bit of snow, I guess, for Fallon. Right. Right. And so, uh, but not, we don't keep it that long. And so it's like, I mean, from the snow we have, like, facing the north sides of the hills and stuff like that, we have snow, which is generally we don't keep it that much. So we've had quite a bit of snow for it, but it's been melting off. And so it's like, if you're not going out in the middle of the like late night after it's frozen right. it's muddy it's muddy right. squishy you know what i mean and then or getting up early in the morning which is tough to do i just just because i'm doing the norcal classic so we've been doing the qualifiers right and so like saturday morning uh the, some some of the guys from reno and stuff come guys and girls i should say but uh, come from Reno, and then we we do like a big old sesh of the qualifiers, and so you can have people help with cameras and uh, judging and stuff like that. But so the problem you run into is by that time it's so muddy to go out that I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting older, and I'm just like, dude, I don't want to deal with the mud, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, I'm gonna try to go next weekend now that the qualifiers are done, or I should right. say next weekend this weekend whatever sunday night so well, by the time this gets weekend. by the time we get this out right yeah well it'll be yeah it'll be next weekend so yeah. that'll be good so yeah then i'll try the old uh the old bipod out for that that'll be good the old, yeah, yeah my buddy and our little brother we went out a couple weekends ago and for my best friend kevin and i like this is the best uh coyote hunting we've done in five years you know we've gone out you know <laughs> so, on, yeah, on, on average listeners, wait <laughs> listeners 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 so this guy if you've ever uh i i guess what in uh, consistency um no that's not the word i'm looking for what is it like determination like the the will to determine to just continue to hunt coyotes this, this is what makes it i guess and it's the same i mean for me probably a lot of hunters and stuff like that and there's probably ones that are listening that aren't hunting hunters or hunting or get into that stuff i i don't know like especially our overseas uh the different countries and stuff i'm i can only imagine the i don't know laws or even the ability to access guns or even land to do it in i don't know so it'd be cool to hear from them you know hit us up right um but so I'm just going to lay this out for Vinny before he goes into his story part. When he says five years, like this dude has been hunting coyotes uh, quite consistently and getting nothing. So <laughs> 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 it's like, and like, you know, because there's sometimes like I'll go out and, and, that, and this just kind of shows you the like a hunt that what what is hunting makes great about hunting you know like that kind of stuff like to be able to go and uh, you know for like me i like just being out there like i'll go by myself you know nobody can go i'll, I'll just head out there by myself and at nighttime it's a little bit sometimes it's a little eerie you know you're sitting there 
by yourself and certain noises or whatever come around but you, i mean you do have a gun so that that definitely keeps you a little bit safer feeling but uh i'll go by myself and i do like just being out there like being out in the the, the you know god's country it's it's peaceful uh quiet it's just you can get your head right if, if you got something whatever it may be or just you know even if you don't have anything just to go out and just sit and enjoy you know calling and just seeing just seeing stuff you know it's quiet you're you're ob, you're you're observing everything at that point so that part makes it good now Vinny takes it to the next level he goes out time after time after time without getting anything so i mean it's pretty good dude your persistence persistency i guess is that a word sounds right you're you're persistent for sure so so now here we are years of Vinny going by himself now this is when you go by yourself now when he comes comes to nevada and we go hunting it's not quite that no we usually get a couple every week uh, see some every day we'll see See some hear hear it or shoot at him been out before and it's you don't even hear none i don't even hear yeah yeah so here these guys go uh so it's we call so the 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 his best friend is kevin and then our little brother is also Kevin. So we call him Little Kevin, and then we call him Brother Kevin. So our brother, of course, is Kevin. Little Kevin because he's smaller well, than Big it's Kevin. his stature. Yeah, he's smaller <laughs> than most. Or he's, Brother he's, Kevin. He's smaller than he's, Brother he's Kevin. He's small, yeah, smaller than all of us. He's uh, not a huge human. But, uh, yeah, no, we've, we've, I got him going with me a few, I don't know, four or five years ago when we kind of started doing it and having fun doing it and going places the the one issue i would like to say i i guess an excuse i'll use it as an excuse uh, i call sean the coyote i call you know hesse here the coyote whisper and he's like you got to get 80 miles out of town i'm like well in utah you go 80 miles you've already either gone through one or maybe two towns it's really hard to kind of get out in the middle of nowhere but there is a bounty on coyotes in utah so there's a lot of teenage kids that take off out after school, and there's a lot of guys that do it to, to get those bounties. But this, uh, we go uh, and we go and we go and go. This last weekend, we, uh, two weekends ago, we went out and uh, it just started off second stand, called one in. <clears throat> Both Kev, little Kevin and I shot basically the same time, so we don't know who hit it. So we're we're okay with that. We count as a win. Um, we got that one and. Uh, and then we missed start recording. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not used to hitting <laughs> record on the. I'm not used to hitting record on that thermal scope. Yeah. So that's what, after years of not calling in coyotes. Yeah, you forget to do them, things. You get a little rusty. You forget. Oh, rusty. Should have recorded your, that one. <laughs> your heart rate gets going. You forget where you are. You're just like, oh, don't yeah. miss. That's all you're trying to do. do that but tunnel vision, breathing tons, hard. Hear, very, hear your heart. Hear your heart beating through your neck. Yeah, your lips are all dry while you're trying to smooch to the guys next to you that you see one and they can't hear you because you're like. So, yeah, so hear that. <laughs> so it, for listeners, the smooch, like those that aren't hunters or that maybe they know too. So basically, uh, a coyote, and, and the reason for hunting coyotes, not only that it's super fun and that stuff too, no doubt, but like, you know, the keeping the population of coyotes down because they do run you know they're like a a, a varmint like they'll run oh. rampant like mice if you don't kill off a 
I, I can't, you don't quote me on this. Like I don't, I, I remember reading something somewhere or listening to something, something. And uh, it was like 65% of them a year or something. They'll run rampant like mice. The, like this is from what, me, like it's not fact checked or nothing like that. But I think I remember reading that or saw that somewhere. And so, and so it just, it helps keeping them down, especially like farmers like them. Cause like when they have cows and stuff that are calving in that, like, coyotes like to get that kind of stuff and it is a brutal scene watching a coyote or two a couple coyotes taken down like a deer or a cow like a calf or something like it's not quick by any means so it's it's pretty gnarly we've had a lot of sheep farmers here locally that you know they've brought their sheep in you know off the out of the fields and off the mountains because of, of all the snow that we've been getting so there's been a little bit of an issue even in the valley here that They've had a little bit of problems with coyotes, yeah. with coyotes yeah. coming in and getting their sheep too. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. but yeah, we, brother Kevin was all excited about, you know, we saw a bunch of tracks and everything and he's like, we should be hunting where there's tracks. And I told him, I says, it doesn't matter there. Those were from, you know, three o'clock this morning and it's now 10 o'clock in the morning. And I said, they're not here anymore. And we drove off and we ended up turning around and coming back through the same spot. And he was like, I'm like, fine, we'll just hunt here. All right. Like whatever, like, uh, if it makes you happy, we'll just hunt where all the tracks are. So they're all pumped so. up, guys, because they did finally get one, you know. <laughs> so it's like it's game on now. So we stop, and uh, we end up calling one in, and it came in on the side, and nobody was facing it. So when we moved it, it ran off, and we whooped it. You know, you yell, whoop, whoop, and it gets it to stop. And we fired off five shots we all missed, but – it, it was shots, dude. It was a miss. Educated, they got. There's it, one oh, out yeah, there that's that, been well educated. That, that so the smooching, exactly he's talking about whooping gets them to haul up if they are moving if they haven't held still. Smooching is because a coyote is very. Uh, they go off, you know, like anybody, any most people probably know it already, but it's like they're saying, you know, they go off smell, hearing, and movement. So I feel like uh, they're hearing is it's absolutely amazing because you'll do a call and you can be sitting there for four or five minutes and this coyote will come out from three quarters of a mile away you know there's no way it ever saw or anything like that but heard it and it will triangulate right to where you're basically it'll come up to right where you're sitting or in that area it's going to look where you're at then it'll go off a movement so that's why you're camoed out not moving so when Vinny says he smooches that's just so you don't scare the coyote and also that you can hear the person next to you knows you see something because they don't i mean it's like they're amazing creatures they blend in extremely well like god didn't make them look the way they look for no reason because right they just fit right this in. one was standing right in the snow no sagebrush it was in the open and it was just there i smooched little kev didn't hear it he's smooching loud enough for five more coyotes to hear him smooching i wasn't here. moving because i didn't move because i knew if i turned towards it then it would get you know spooked so i'm just looking at it through the corner of my eye just hanging on and he's smooching he's like he didn't move i'm like well it's looking right at us what do you want me to do <laughs> so we both kind of i don't know if we moved at the same time but it was it was pretty close to the same time but yeah it, it it took off on us then we did a few more stands we were walking to a stand we got 10 feet from the truck and we spotted one uh 600 yards off just playing in the snow so we called it it started to come in a little we dropped to the ground tried to get it to come in it got behind a tree then we couldn't see it anymore so then we moved to the sagebrush that we were going to go sit by 
and then uh, we called it again and we could still see it about three four hundred yards and it didn't even care that we walked you know 200 yards to get set up and it was broadside and we're sitting there watching it and it pounces on a rat or mouse or something underneath the snow it's just out there just trying to catch a little it's not listening to our call it didn't care that we walked in the open and then we tried to move in on it a little bit more and then we just never saw it again so so yeah for us to get a shot at two get one and see three total that right there was that's the best coyote hunting i've done without going to nevada with you to do to do any coyote hunting around here yeah i so, mean it's five years in the making and you guys hey, give me crap for 18 months to grow a pepper well you know. yeah <laughs> but yeah you still got that pepper growing right now uh, no it, you finally, pick it? Was ready. it was ready i picked it i gloved up and uh and cut it open it's drying and stuff right now and i'll throw it in the dehydrator i gotta get like a milling stone like a stone thing you know so you crush it up powder them i wore gloves i made sure like nothing touched nothing because i wasn't about to have instant where last time i decided to pick my nose after touching a pepper that's right it burned like fire but yeah well dude i was going to uh with the coyote that's great i love that you guys finally got one like i'm telling you vinny has been getting after it pretty hard for years and so it's cool that he finally got into some and that um that'll roll i want to talk <laughs> so the dog attacks we had talked so vinny and i were talking about so he's he drives for ups and people and their dogs and everybody is of course their dog is uh he'll be fine he'll be fine you know this vicious dog is snarling and barking and growling at you but the the owner is like hey this will be fine so Vinny and i were talking about these (laughs) these dog like dog attacks type things you know what i mean like you you run you uh ups is kind of different i don't know like run around with bacon bites or bits or whatever some treats you know try to because you're going to the same people most of the day same same dog and they absolutely hate ups guys i do okay i do okay and we do have a lot of drivers that are afraid of dogs but there are have i've been there 23 years so there there have been incidences yes if you want to have treats you buy them you put them in your truck and you can have treats uh my understanding is no mace um, because if the homeowner's not home and the dog's out and there's an issue and you mace the dog and a neighbor turns it in that you were being cruel to the animal. So UPS's policy is just basically if you don't feel safe or comfortable and if there's a dog out and everybody has a different comfort- comfortable line. Like I, I, I take it a little farther. I still try to, you know, be okay with the dog to see how, how well it will work. Some drivers at UPS necessarily not our center but you know everywhere else is like nope if there's a dog in the yard and there's they honk the horn and nobody comes out to get it we can sheet it up as a non-delivery dog yeah i've been on i've been on the phone with Vinny when some of these dogs i usually i can call which kind of dog it is but i'm basically waiting for him to get bit yeah like you'll just hear him just snarling and barking and da 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 so you can't mace him you can't uh you can't be cruel to them or nothing. So you can no, just you just no. hit them with your dyad diode. Well, if they if they're coming at you, that's 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 UPS's policy. Hold you your diode. You hold your diode out in front of you. That's what it so was. So that they he will, held it out. 
quickly. So they'll bite into it the side before they the bite face. you. Held it quickly. <laughs> well, tell them, dude, just like get to, I want to know about it. So tell them about the dog that bit your butt. But did it get your butt? What's no, that one I, you smacked inside the head with the, or sorry, you pushed your dyad out in front of it quickly and aggressively and hard at the side of the dog's face and it didn't even phase it, right? Like it just like, you just turned his head. He was, he was coming to get you. Oh, dude, that was and a you remember you were ago. running and screaming, squealing. I don't know about the screaming truck. part. Yeah, you were There's screaming. no screaming. There's no bad, screaming. Yeah. yeah. No, it. yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I don't remember this dog. You don't remember which one I'm talking about? No. The one that you want me to tell the story? Because I, it I, probably, it probably is not anything. It'll be definitely elaborated because I don't, I'm not fully sure. Basically, I thought that you, uh, for I don't know, like were you get in trouble if you say you smacked the dog inside the, the face? Like I don't know. I don't feel like that's itself. I know. I this remember dog, putting it out there. This dog comes trudging out, and Vinny, I don't remember if I was on the phone with you or not. I do remember putting my dyad out and actually. You know, and and forcing it into the dog's face, like yeah, so yeah, I, it's a holding it out and hitting it at the same time. Yeah. But I don't. Re- that's I do remember that happening once, I but I don't remember. remember anything else of the story. Yeah, I couldn't remember if I was on. Dude, anyways, I've been bit so many was, times. Yeah, if I was on the phone with you or not, but you would jump. It, it, you whacked it. It didn't even phase it. That thing just like kept coming, and you were you, there was screaming involved, high pitched screaming. Uh, twelve-year-old girl style. From what I remember, I think I was on the phone when that happened. Right. And then you were jumping into the truck, and it came up behind you, and got it nipped you. And then you didn't know, and because the adrenaline was pumping, and then you like you went to drive. I don't know if you drove off or what. So that is then, the same dog that bit me. Yeah. Okay. I do remember like, the story. Oh man, I got bit because then the there sheriff was two had to come back. The sheriff there came was- back. No, this is the one yeah. where the sheriff came back and the lady goes, I took care of it. And you guys yeah, were like, Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. There was two of them, yeah. There was oh, okay. two dogs there. One of them was a bulldog. Uh, I don't know which breed of a bulldog. And the other one was just kind of a just a regular mutt dog. Heinz, and, Heinz uh, 57. Yeah, and they, they the, the bulldog was in that low crouch, like sneaky situation. You know, he's like doing that army crawl across the lawn trying to get really mm-hmm. close to you. And yeah. I just turned around, and as soon as I turned around, he was he was game. So Amazing. I had, I was trying to get to the door of the truck, but I was off. Like I wasn't lined up with the door, and I just had to keep pushing that dyad out there to keep it from coming at me. So it was it was just it wasn't a hard like I didn't like whop it in the head, but I kept pushing it and pushing it, and it was thunking it and thunking it, and then I jumped into the truck. As I jumped into the truck, it did get me on the leg. Yes. The leg yeah, or the butt or the hole no, or no. whatever it was getting into. It was I, snarled up, burying into was, that hole. It was pretty there aggressive, was. yes. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, yeah, so I had to turn it in because it broke the skin and all that kind of stuff. And of the hole. my supervisor went back with me the next day because they have to ride with you after an injury. And, yeah, she'd already had the vet come that morning, take care of it, and it was it was sitting there. She's like, tell my so supervisor. The, the, yeah, the vet took care of it? Yeah. Yeah. And then, dude, it was like on. I think didn't you say it was like it was on the, the side of the house under a tarp, wrapped yeah. up in a tarp, like gonna bury yeah. this thing in a hole in the ground. Yeah, that's, she was telling my boss, "I've got. We took care of it. I'm so sorry." She's like, "Do you want to see it?" And we're like, "No, no, we're we're good. We're good." Yeah, you are over there in that blue tarp. <laughs> we're good. And you're like, "No, you want us to help dig a hole?" But you it's know, sad that, lady, that it happens. But 
I think because then you say that her daughter or something left, dumped the dog on her because it had been it had already bit somebody prior. It was to. kind of aggressive in the city, yeah. So they thought the cat, you know, kind of being out in the country would be a little more, you know, it might have a little and these longer life. Like a lot of your a lot of, a lot of people in Utah don't have fences. Any, I mean, I don't have a fence in my front yard either, but I'm not going to let my dog just chill out there. You know, like I think we were talking about. I don't know if I was talking about. Did we were we talking about? Anyways, maybe it was on the podcast. I can't remember if it was last one, where you know Tasha was sitting there, and the pizza guy shows up, dude, and she just rips the door open, and here comes Bane, runs out there, and that dude about shat himself, dude. He's all, oh, you know, and I'm like, he's gonna drop the pizza, whatever. And Bane, at the time, he wasn't barking or anything because he knew because Tasha had got up and was going to the door because our ring, the ring went off on right. the phone before he could even like hit the doorbell so he wasn't all worked up but here he comes running out and that dude about pooped you know and and, it's, and you just have to and i would be like oh he'll be fine but no i'm like yelling at bane to get back because that dude's scared like he's yeah. not a small dog you know no a lot of homeowners are you know and and your dogs usually are really good with you they're really good with your kids but when something new shows up to the house uh, driver you know ups driver fedex whatever just some a visitor those your dogs will be protective 100 percent. it's bred in them to not like it, it, Elman, um, dude. well Genetic. yeah i don't know why <laughs> but yeah so it, it gets oh. that way but we have a new supervisor he's been here about a year um he came up here he came down from salt lake and he's he's been on quite a few of our routes and he says he's never seen so many routes that have just dogs they, they just leave run out free. front, huh? They just run free, yeah. Style. I yeah. Uh, almost uh, had to stab a dog. And I'm like, I'll openly, I mean, I don't want to ever have to do that. But That was when you were was, uh, in doing was, cable, right, or internet. Do, yeah, cable, internet, yeah. I was uh, went to the house. This dog was just getting after it on the door. You know what I mean? Like barking, and this guy's like, oh, yeah, hold on, come on in. I'm like, dude, I, no. Like, I can clearly hear what's happening on the other side of this door and there's a screen door and i got my foot propped up the screen door because i'm like it sounds like a big dog and if this dude ain't able to hold it back or whatever like it, it it's gonna blow open this screen you know this door it's like one of them ones with the glass bottoms they little kids are the glass. greatest for that yeah well this is a grown man or, you well know, yeah and, he, and he's and i can just hear this dog just getting after it and i'm like how about and he's like no oh, yeah i'll just hold him come on in i'm like listen let, why don't you go put him in a room or something? Like, put him away. Like, that'll right. be easy. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. Give me a second. Close the, the door's only open six inches, you know, as he's trying to talk to me. And this thing's just snotting and snarling out everywhere. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he'll be fine. Sure. Let me just walk in and <coughs> greet him. So, <coughs> takes it out, puts it in the garage. Perfect. Come in, start doing my thing. Get a, I have to go out back, like, I get my gear and stuff because for gaffing up a pole, so it's not a ladder, it's like spikes you, you strap onto your shoes so you can climb up a power pole. Just easier that way. So I'm in the back. I got my hard hat on because you got to wear a hard hat when you go do that stuff. And uh, the, the this dude, they were roommates, and so the, the guy that owned the dog comes home. Granted, this is a Great Dane, which they're not generally super aggressive. I mean, they can be. They hold their own, you know. They're, they're large. And right. so this black Great Dane, and he's got him locked in the – and the dude comes home, and the, the dog is in the garage. So when the guy pulls up 
into the garage here comes his great dane running out and he's like oh man calls him over opens up the back door lets him out back well guess who's out back this guy and i'm standing out there working on the the, the hookup box it's on the side of the house and i hear the garage door like the back door open and close and i'm like oh no way and i turn and look and this dog comes running outside he's just all happy could be like he's gonna go out there and run and just like drop a big old loaf out there and then he just turns and there i'm standing and he just like locks up looks at me and i'm looking at him and i'm just like oh man so i take my sunglasses off so he can see my face and i'm like hey bud i'm just trying to talk to him like normal not like going some you know people like they did it with my bulldog they'd be like all high pitch and weird talking like baby talk and my bulldog yeah. would go he would just look he'd go nuts dude he'd like sit back and just start growling i'm like who talks that way you know what i mean like he's right. never heard it so he's just like oh wait you're you're about to do something weird you know what i mean like stranger danger type thing so i'm talking to him normal and i have a screwdriver in my hand and so i mean i hate to say it like i'm not going to be the first to get bit before i do something like i'm gonna stab him stick him in the neck or whatever i gotta do to to defend myself and he he comes around he snarled up and he starts barking and then he like he mellows out because i'm like hey bud it's all right hey you know i was the one that you know and i'm trying to talk to him whatever like he understands me right and then he's like no i don't know you and he starts firing up again and i'm like here we go and then the dude comes running out and yells at him and he, he, he good listening dog he pulls off goes in there he's like man i'm so sorry dude yeah he was just i don't know what's going on and i'm like holding this screwdriver in my hand and he's like yeah you know i go yeah i didn't want to, have to stab him in the neck and he was just like the look <laughs> on his face was like oh gosh and i'm like yeah yeah that yeah. was about to happen, about to happen. <laughs> so, yeah saving grace it didn't happen so i mean i'd hate to have to do it but yeah dogs and their people let's see See, now I was thinking thing. about that, like when we had that, we were talking about the dogs the other day, and I was like, man, I, I put it in notes. I just wrote a note down, and I was thinking, like, the dogs in CrossFit. You know, like when when I visit and we go to your gym, like everybody brings their dog. Like, dog and CrossFit is like a huge part of CrossFit. Like taking your dog to yeah. CrossFit, 100%. and uh, not at our gym. Like we don't. There's the the owners. Um, used to bring their dogs uh but we've switched owners and stuff like that so but yeah we've we've had quite a few, just their dog is the only ones that have ever been running around our gym and i just think man i just like i don't know if i would i mean i feel like my dog you know she's but she she didn't grow up that way so i didn't bring her there as a puppy so i don't feel comfortable bringing her now uh so do you feel like You're, she would probably freak out and sit in the corner i think you'd put more stress on her i think she would yes but i don't think she'd be aggressive or anything no no but I think that the scare, the scare part of it would happen because some people have brought their dogs. The weight dropping is loud, especially yeah. for a dog. So as that and like those sharp movements. But I think the loudness of the weight hitting and stuff would probably be more of the uh, the deterrent of bringing them. I think you know, like you've gone to the games them. and people are walking around with their dogs, right? Like oh yeah, yeah. Like a ton I mean, of dogs. It's, and I think it's just that's just like the I guess would be the the culture of it like CrossFit's like open to it you know like we got the OG at our gym that's uh, Abby I mean that she's like pug Pomeranian no pug Chihuahua or something just okay. I mean she's older she's so old right now and she's been there from the beginning and that dog right. 
All she does is stroll in. It takes her like 20 minutes to walk across the gym. Goes and climbs up on her bed, and there's a little heater that just sits right. there and just blows on her. And then Pepper is the younger younger of them. Not the youngest, middle-aged now, because the owners have three of them. And that dog just goes and sits right in front of the heater. I don't, I'm surprised she hasn't caught on fire. That huh. dog will sit one inch away from the heater. But, like, when you bring other dogs into the gym that aren't the owners, like, that's their space. Like, the owners, that's kind of like their second home, you know? So Yeah, they have a bed. They've got they that. have a bed there. Diesel's been going there for since the beginning of I've been going. Bang goes. I took them both Saturday for it. You know, they run around and go and meet everybody. Everybody knows them. And they just chill out and hang out. And then once we go to start working out, Bane stays out of the way. But his his thing is he just he doesn't care. So he'll walk right up on you and just be like, hey, oh, you're dying on the floor from a workout? That's cool. I'll sit on you. Like People don't want – I mean, he's heavy, you know. And so – and he legitimately will come, like, while you're sitting there huffing and puffing or whatever – if you're on all fours or whatever trying to breathe, he comes over and he'll put his face right in your face or he'll push up against you and you're just like, you're barely surviving. Like, you barely get up on your own, like, let alone. Or if you're, like, sitting there taking your shoes off, it's a thing. I guess people's feet get hot after workouts. I don't know how that works, but, yeah, yeah go ahead, comment in if it happens to you because, dude, it's like – their shoes there's quite a few in our gym the shoes just come flying off they're like i don't know if helps you cool down or what i guess i don't know but if you're down there trying to take your shoes off he's lap dog so he's coming to sit right but like those kind of dogs that you know that that are i guess i guess it would be with anybody if your dog is around people all the time and you're with them and you treat them that way then they're less likely to have an issue with kind of a stranger to where when you have yeah. the dogs that are running around in the front yard or just run free around your property with whatever and somebody comes into their territory, then that those are two completely different dogs. Correct. So you're talking about socialization. So this I yeah, guess, you're, yeah. You're socializing the dog as a puppy to be around uh different sounds, smells and people. So yeah. like I think one hundred percent that has helped Bane a ton in his now uh, on that, uh, he has never – there's kids. I mean, they got a little kid room and stuff like that. He goes up there. And, like the the one uh, couple that used to live here that just moved, they had a, a little boy summit. And so he'd be in the kids' room. And then Bane would know when he was there. And so Bane is my bigger dog. He's a, a Mastiff and American Bulldog, so he's like Brindle. He's a big guy. So this kid, like – he has his own big dog too that looks similar to that but he would be in the kids room and you knew when he was in there because bane would just be sitting out there just not bothering anybody and i'm like where's bane what's going on and i look over there well he's just summit sitting there feeding him goldfish oh yeah so they got their whole thing going so he's behind the gate you know it's like a kid gate right like he's caged in the room but so he's sitting there, and Bane is just sitting, just, like, chilling out, you know, like the RCA dog. And <laughs> here here comes this little hand, and then Bane would take the goldfish out of his hand. You know, super, he's got a super soft mouth, but and, and they were like best buds. 
So it'd be like every time he came in, like he knew you feed the big dog. That's how you keep, that's how you keep <laughs> them all happy, you know? And so, yeah. yeah, it was good. But you take Bane to a vet, it's on. It's the worst thing I've ever experienced in my whole life, dude. Like I have never, it stresses me out. Like I want to take some Xanax before we go to the the, the vet. He is right. 100% the worst dog to take to the vet. And I don't know if it was like, because when he was younger, he got, he got sick on, he was on a raw diet and then I got a bone from somebody and he, I think it was like, it was bad, had some bacteria or something, got left out. I don't know, but whatever, he got sick, had to go get IVs and do all this stuff. And the, the one vet I took him to weren't very friendly with him. They'll do like a long story short, but so I think it had something to do with that or whatever it is, the noises, the whatever, smell, smells, now he just, now, it's like a hospital smell to him and it he just is, knows it. Correct. And it is the, it, it is the worst, the worst that i have i mean this dog he's probably the strongest dog that i've ever had now i know that because i have to wrestle him on the floor at the vet it is violent <laughs> like violent <laughs> is all i can say like if you could picture this so i'm not a small person and so here here this dog is comes in uh we're both on high alert i try to be like as cool and calm as i can because i know he's probably sensing it also right and so, like, I've even tried to do – anyways, we bring him to the thing, get him up on the scale, and I'll do it, and I'll take him in the room, and he'll just lay there with me, right? So he's laying on the floor. He hears some noise, so he gets up. He kind of checks it out, comes back. They bring in a whole bag of treats, like full bag, rip it open. It's brand new. And they'll be like, hey, bud. And he goes up to him, the vet and the assistant. He'll go up, and they'll give him a treat. And they're like, hey, bud, you know, and she's getting his paperwork ready and talking to him and all that stuff. She's super cool. Different vet, by the way. This is not the same then one the, he was going right, to as right, right, a, right. a puppy. I, I took him to a new one because the old one's like, he's aggressive. I'm going to have to mark him down as aggressive. You're going to have to get him trained. I go, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I trained him. He sits, he lays, he stays, he comes. He hunts coyotes with me. I beep him back. Uh, he does all the stuff I want him to. He loads up in the truck. I mean. I can call him over do from anywhere. And she's telling me he's going to aggress. I take him to the gym. There's 40 different people that he hasn't a clue of who they are. And other dogs. Know? Other dogs. People bring right. other dogs in there, you know, and he'll, we'll get them up and he'll meet them and kind of do that stuff. And I t so, you know, as I take him to this new vet, she's super cool. And uh, they, uh, it's the Western Nevada vet shout out. Skylar's her name. She's the bomb, dude. So she's like, I get it, you know, it's just this, 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 he's this kind of dog. He's not mean, he's not scared. She goes, he's not, like, dogs that come in that are scared, they'll, they're, like, coiled up in the corner or they're, like, hiding underneath the chair. Right, He's right. over there wanting treats, you know. He's just, his little nubs, just because he's got a little, his tail's dog, so his little nubs going all crazy, getting treats. It's, like, the best thing ever. And then it comes to shots. And if she was to even come around behind him, he starts turning like on her like he knows she's trying to get behind him and is going to like hold him or do something so what do we do get she hands me the muzzle i'm like all right sit down and he'll sit down sits in front of me i shove that muzzle on his face wrench that thing tight so he's trying to get the muzzle off i'll yell at him i'm like hey knock it off sit down he sits back down so then she's like all right i don't like you can try to hold him i cannot physically hold him like pick him up we tried it doesn't work i sweep his legs out like i'm freaking calf steer wrestling i sweep <laughs> my leg, his legs out i'm laying on the floor grown ass man 
with this dog laying on the floor. I got six five two twenty yeah. holding on to the dog. I got his collar hooked up underneath like my arm. I got I'm laying with my forearm across his neck, right? And he's just snarling and snarting and doing all. I mean, it is every ounce of me to hold him. If it's a grown man, he would have passed out already, and we right. could have just got it over with. I'm holding him down. They're working on the back end, like stuffing stuff in his butt, you know, doing his temperature. He snarls and kicks up. And then they take it out, and you kind of tell he kind of starts to settle back down a little bit. And then they stick him with a needle, and he's like getting all crazy. My forearms pumped, trying to hold this guy down. Snot's coming out. I took Alexa with me one time to get in front of him. I could feel his like heart go down, like he felt comfortable. She's sitting there, and all of a sudden they stick him, and he's like, and she's like, oh gosh. It's a whole thing, dude. It's like I, my heart's pumping, blood's flowing. I hate every second of it. I'm like, this. I can't do this. So get the shots done. Get up. Tell him to sit. You know, like We've just gone through 100% of werewolf, just everything. WWE, lichen. He's a freaking lichen. Done. Yeah, like all of a sudden he turns into a lichen and wants to eat people's faces off. <laughs> and then we're done doing the shots. I get up. I let him up. He come over, I tell him to sit down, he sits down and take the muzzle off. His nub starts to wagon again and he wants more treats from the people that just were torturing him. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't know what to do. Like I'm lost. I'm like, what in the it just happened. So yeah, it it's it's nuts, dude. But now he's got some Xanax or whatever, doggy Xanax. I don't know what it is. I went and got a prescription of him. Gave him two of them the last time. I'm like, here. You need two of these. Took him down there, still had to sweep him, hold him to the ground. Tries to fight, get up. Not so much snarling. He kind of just lays there now. He's all doped <laughs> up, dude. Oh, gosh. So him and I just popping Zannies headed to the vet. <laughs> one for you, one for me. One yeah, for you, yeah, one, one for you, for me. one for me. How many more we got in this bottle? Like, <laughs> Dude, it's it's so stressful. And I'm just like, good grief. So I told her, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even bringing him. But one time I said, maybe if, you, if I wasn't in here. She goes, no, I think he'd bite me. I go, yeah, you're true. He probably would bite you. I don't even think they could get the muzzle on him because they would try to hold him down. She's like, it's just what he is. Like, he doesn't want to be held down. Does like he doesn't want you make him doing something he don't want to do. Like he does yeah. when I'm laying on top of him. Jeez. And then I get out of there. I'm gotta go get a sandwich. <laughs> gotta get some carbs. Good grief, dude. <laughs> I don't even gotta go to the gym after that one arm pump. Seen Piper. You know she's a pointer mix that we got from the pound. She's probably what seven years old right now i take her down there she's one of those scared ones but she's scared around other dogs like she she'll tuck her tail and just cower and let dogs just come over smell her do whatever and uh so we get to the vet and we put her in there put her on the table i tell her it's going to be okay and she gives you that look like i'm so sad i'm so scared and then they give her the shots she doesn't she doesn't move she doesn't she doesn't do anything Oh yeah, not man. I'm pretty sure one of them things are gonna get broke off any one of these times. They're having oh, to dude. hold his back feet while I'm holding him. I don't even yeah. know what's going on behind me. And then yeah. he gets up and there's like blood dripping on the floor because he's back there just mule kicking him. The not only am I holding the front of him, the right. assistant is back there holding the back of him while the vet's trying to give him. I'm like, like this roll through him. Let's go. Like if we can mix them all in one. Let's do that, but they don't. Get one of those shots it. that have like a, has like a whole round circle of needles. Oh, yeah, and just, dude, <laughs> like Resident Evil or something. And, uh, it's, I don't know. It is it is stressful. But the, the Xanax definitely helps or whatever it's called. I call it Xanax, but it definitely is. It brings him down. So right. we're, we're going to be sticking 
sticking to that for sure. So that's that's always a fun time doing taking. I wish I could. Right. Next time I'm gonna probably try to record it. Dude, that would be that would be something. That would be <laughs> something. Sure they, they they'll probably want you to do record stuff like that. It it, it well, stresses me out. I don't know. I mean, I, it's not really. I mean, we can guess. we can put clips on YouTube with our. You know, we can we can splice that into this podcast and show what you're actually talking about, so people can see how how much you got to hold them. You know. Yeah, and the thing of it is, not even aggressive. Like that's the weirdest thing ever. Because then you take him to the gym. And they'll put like no, right. babies. They'll put babies in those little bouncers. Yeah. Like the owner, they just had a little tiny baby. She's like six months old. And he'll right. just go over there, smell her, see if she's got any like booby Food. milk left over or anything like that. Because he'll just clean that right off her face. And yeah. then he's off and going, off to the next, like later. But he comes up and he'll slow down and be all super super you sensitive know, super yeah. sensitive and slow but dude you go to the vet and it's it's game on you better be ready you better have eaten your wheaties because it's about to go down that's crazy oh yeah it's good times so yeah well, that was a good I story <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, so uh, i'm glad that the new stuff like the new vaccines or whatever they you know for dogs and all that stuff lasts a lot longer you know what I mean? Right. Like now, right, that right, he's right. Get, now that he's got all of his puppy shots, all of his, like, adult shots and everything that he's, he's supposed to have done or whatever is done. Then it's, like, once a year. Like, three years or something. But she's like, you should probably bring him in a year to, like, get checked up. And I'm like. Yeah, get a checkup. I need to bring him in just to do, like, take him in and have him get, put, put him on the scale. Like, just weigh him, whatever. Like, not. She said I could just bring him in and I need to load him up just to get him used to it. But I don't know. I think it just might be his thing. Like, how do I get him used to it? Take him. I mean, I'm like, I don't. I can't take him there every day. And, right. You know, wa- wander him around. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what everybody wants to have going on in there. Him barking and growling at everybody's dog and cat in there, as I'm trying to put him up on the scale or something. But we'll figure out something. Give him a few more. Cause I, it, it's definitely like she said. It's harder. People are like, why don't you just sedate him? I'm like. Cause they say it's way harder on their bodies and stuff to sedate them, so we don't want to do that. I don't know. That's how it goes. I guess we'll figure it out, dude. Real quick, have you been following the Alec Baldwin thing? No. You hear that I mean, dude's getting charged? I I heard he was getting charged, but that was all I heard. I feel like, I mean, I I get. I mean, you should. I suppose he's like the director or whatever. But how, dude, how does this happen? Like, how, how oh. do you shoot somebody? With a dummy gun. I mean, apparently it's a real gun shooting blanks, I'm assuming, is what it seems like. Because you can't take, like, a fake plastic one in there and shoot real rounds through it and expect it to hold up. You know what I mean? And you're the director. And so how does a live round get put in accidentally, I should say? How does a live round accidentally get put in with a box of blanks? Or dummy rounds, no or what do you want to call? Them. Yeah, so that's um, but I, you would you've got to have set, uh, you got to have prop managers, you've got to have people that well, own. Well, the, the one props. lady I was, well, I only be a saw, company. I saw a glimpse of it or whatever just the other night, and it's like there's a there was a lady there that is like teaching him how to handle the gun and where to have it and how they're going to shoot the uh, the scene, uh, shoot the scene, but I'll shoot the scene. Right. I don't know how. <laughs> How else to say it? Shooting and shooting. Shoot the scene with so, shooting. So, and first gun. of all, like if I if I'm having to aim somewhere, 
with a blank, I still wouldn't want to be the person in front of that gun is the way I guess I would look at it. So if I was directing or something, I'd be like, okay, if I have to push this to the camera right here, then nobody needs to be there but a camera. And if a person has to be behind it or whatever, that's fine. But the, 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 the biggest thing, I guess it is, dude, how does a live round get put in there? I mean, didn't like Bruce Lee get shot with a live round? His and then kid. His, I think both, right? Mm, I don't Brandon Lee Bruce got Lee. it. I know then, Brandon Lee did when he did the crow. I thought it was like it was the weirdest thing because it happened the same as, I don't know. I, I, but wrong Brandon Lee's was a blank. They just held the gun to his head, and the pressure hit the temple on the side of his head, which actually did cause, like, there wasn't a live round. If I remember really? right, it was, it was just the pressure up against the side of his head and the blank, the I temple. mean, you know, because there's still gunpowder, there's still, oh, it's still, there's a, still, it's still pressure coming out. Pressure on there, yeah. Yeah, this whole thing, dude, because I'm like, now I'm, I'm thinking, even though he's the director, and this stuff has happened before, like, when they hand you a gun, even okay, so so this is this is how you describe it. You flip open a revolver, right? You're gonna open up because say he's shooting a revolver. We're just gonna say a revolver on this scenario. You open that revolver open, right? And there it yeah. is, six shooter. And you are putting six blank bullets in there. You can even not being a gun person, right? You take and you put. Three blank bullets in there, and then you. If pick they put up, them in themselves, yeah. And then you pick up one that has lead in it. It is significantly heavier and will feel to- entirely different. And then you shove that in and be like, "Oh wow, that's weird. That doesn't even look the same, nor does it feel the same." He's been on a lot of movie sets, and he knows what a bullet looks like. Right, I, and if, so that's what I'm saying: is it him, or is it the person that did somebody else want? They him just handed him the gun. Like, Slipping it, but so you got a box of blanks, and somebody put a real one in there, a live round, yeah. Or it's, somebody it's, took it's crazy. The blanks, shoved them into the gun, and even if you were shooting one with mags, you know, say you're shooting a nine millimeter or something, and they they load that thing up with, you know, whatever kind it is, ten, seventeen rounds, whatever. And one of those is in there that it's going to be, but and then it's also like, what that live one? Where did they put it? Uh, if it was one shot going towards that person or those people, it had to be placed in the right spot. Because it was a re- it was a pistol. I don't know if it was a revolver or a semi-automatic. Yeah, was it a one so shot put, scene or was it a five yeah, shot scene? That's right. Was it was it a one shot scene? If it's a one shot scene, then they put it right where it needed to be. And if it wasn't, the they were just letting it letting her fly. But, you know what I mean? And I don't know. I'm not an actor, but I, I am. I mean, the first thing I do when I go out with my pistol is you pull the slide back and you see what's there. Whether there's a bullet in the chamber or you've got one in the magazine, you're looking. Like, you pull the chamber back, make sure everything's good to go, and then you pull it back and load it, and then you make sure it was loaded. I always make sure that it was loaded right because I've had those bullets that go in crooked and your slide doesn't close all the way or whatever like that so i don't know that's just me because i've that's you know, you need we've to clean been around guns. it you need to clean your guns i cleaned them they're good no. <laughs> no, just kidding. yeah and, and I that's think the I thing too. Re- i think i had the some reload issues i'll even take i drop the mag out and open it and look like just pull it hit the slide yeah, back, back just look in there you don't kick the bullet out there. just look see what's going you know, on 
unless I'm carrying or whatever, then it, it's it's hot. You know, it's live. But, it, dude, I don't know. I, I was just watching. I was like, oh, I'm going to ask you about it, like if you'd been following or if, if uh, you had seen anything I, about it. Well, as for the prosecution part of it, I do feel like there's there's too many hands involved. There's too many people involved for them to – to just it prosecute him. him for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it definitely should I'm, go into whoever is running the gun. Like whoever's teaching him how to shoot or whatever and then puts those bullets in there. They – this is where I'm saying. They put a live round in there knowing if, if it was me. If I was investigating that, like I, that's where I would be first looking. Where the bullets came from, what manufacturer or whatever like that. And right. Because the casing's going to be there. You know, the the – the case is what it is. If it doesn't match the box of blanks or whatever, then you know it came from somewhere. And I'm sure they'll get to the bottom of it. But there is negligence on his part too. You know what I mean? Like you've been in a ton of movies. It's not. It's happened before. Like if if I was shooting a movie and we were going out, like yeah, and you handed me a right a uh, pistol and was like, all right, you're going to aim it at these people at this camera and shoot. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Flip it open dump them out in my hand you can visually see that they're blind and then stick them back in like yeah i just i just i saw that and i was like dude i gotta ask benny about that see what if he's seen anything about it or what but oh yeah it's wild no i don't know how the accident you know how it accidentally happens and stuff like that but we've been you know emily and i've been watching a lot of lawyer tv shows and stuff like that and i'm just thinking there's way too many people involved for them to pin it on one person first of all and then hopefully through the investigation they can actually find out who and why you know they actually that that round got put in there so yeah you see if there's like there's i mean you would think there's motive behind it you know of some sort because the, you're not unless you're just demented and you just wanted to put a live one in there and see what happens like that's messed up yeah it's weird it's weird people are people are out there dude people are some people they're gone man back asterisk for sure well i don't know dude uh yeah we'll see how that one pans out for sure i just wanted to ask you about it because it's it's hard to look in to see about that kind of stuff it's wild it but, is uh, it, it, it's 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 crazy. We're coming to the end, my man. I mean, we've been uh, the more the longer we go, the more I got to edit. So I think <laughs> that sounds uh, great. <laughs> no, that's all good. So I think uh, we'll we'll put this one out and see. Uh, thank thanks again for everybody uh, that's been been downloading, joining in, subscribing to us. Uh, keep it up. So we and can share, doing this. please, please yeah, share, share with your friends. We, we, we enjoy really, doing it. We hope you guys enjoy uh, just, uh, I guess just the listening. stories and just this yeah. hanging out with us because it's fun. It's it's a good time. gives us something to do. Uh, we get to get together and kind of hang out and meet up. And so hopefully with this one we'll go through and I'll uh, get it all edited up and run it. And let's hope the Internet we don't have the the same issue with the lag kind of stuff. I think yeah, we I didn't do a freeze this time. Except yeah, we had that one little one little audio issue. So hopefully, yeah, that, that was weird. That it may not even good. been. It could have just. It's just. It's the audio still could have came through all this, and we just didn't hear. I don't know. It was just it cut you out as you were talking. But right, we'll figure that part of it out. But yeah, I think right. we're good to go. And then if anybody hits up, give us some topics or whatever. 
I mean, there's plenty to talk about, so we'll kind of start looking on, into the. I think next time we do it, I got a pretty funny story from. Uh, we we went out with a couple axe throwing last weekend. Oh, yeah, I got went a kidnapping dinner. story. Went to di- okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's just we'll hang on that that's i'll leave it right there we won't end on that one that might be a downer kidnapping is kind of a big thing no on the next one or this one no the next one we'll we'll, the next one we won't end on a kidnapping oh okay like we don't want to end on everybody down a downer and no it it was it was good it's good yeah i mean i feel like we kind of almost did that with this alec baldwin thing because somebody did get that was on you so i'm kind of avoiding now let's not bring it up uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, but yeah, topics, so, uh, topics. The are good. Wyoming one, I, dude, it came up. I totally even forgot about it with this uh, going to Wyoming because that's where uh, Tasha's folks live. And right. It's like it, the, the, this. I, I don't even know if I told you about the hunting story in Wyoming. No. And like, yeah. It, it, so yeah, we got of, plenty of topics. We we got some so, more yeah. stuff to talk about. So yeah, we'll we'll see how this one loads up. Uh, keep keep hitting, keep downloading, keep uh, subscribing and following, and we'll we'll keep uh, doing what we do. And we thank you guys. And uh, so flapping your gums, we're out, huh, bro? That's it. See you All later, bro. Man. Love you, man. All right, love you too. Later, later, out.